Greetings to all, for there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. I've read 1 Timothy, 2nd chapter, verse 5. Dear Heavenly Gracious Father God, we come to you now, Father God. Father God, knowing that you are the one and only God that there is, God. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for all that you've done in our lives, Father God. We just thank you for all that you've done, all that you can do, Father God, and all that you will do. For God, we just want to thank you, Father God, for everyone, Father God, under the sound of my voice at this time. Father God, I want to say a special prayer very special thanks, Father God, to all in the service industry, God. Father, we just want to thank you, Father God, for the, the first responders, God, the doctors, the nurses, the hospital staff, Father God, the ones who put their life on the line at this time, Father God, caring about your people. Father God, we all thank you, Father God, for some of us aren't able, Father God, to just get up out of our beds, Father God, but we still praying, Father God, for a full recovery, Father God. Father, we just want to thank you, Father God, for everyone, Father God, who worships you, Father God, from this household, Father God, the ones who are not able, Father God, to just thank you, Father God, verbally, Father God, but we just thank you, God, on their behalf. Father God, we just want to thank you, Father God, for being our Lord, our Savior, Father God, because we know you are in control, Father God. None of this comes as a surprise to you, God, because, Father, it's all in your due time. We still lift our eyes up to the hill from which cometh our help. And, God, we know that you are in control. And, Father God, all this, Father God, will come at your time and on your terms. Father God, we just want to say a special thanks, Father God, to the bishop, Father God, and who charge of this household, Father God, for giving us the opportunity, Father God, to uplift your name at this time. I just want to thank you for all the Macedonian churches, Father God, on, on his control, Father God. I want to thank you, Father God, for everyone who are here, who come through these doors, Father God. We're asking that you allow us, Father God, to just come here once again and gather 
in your name. Father, we just want to thank you, Father God, for each household represented under the name of Macedonia, God. We just want to thank you with open arms and an uplifted voice. Father, we love you. We thank you. We just thank you for your son, Jesus, Father God, who put his life on the line, Father God. And we all knew that we've learned why he, he was put on this earth. Father, we just want to say thank you, Father God, to the, the educators, the teachers, Father God, who are trying to, Father God, to come up with an idea of a way to safely teach your people, Father God. Father God, because we all need help from someone, God. Father, we want to thank you, Father God, for just touching us, Father God, and giving us the help, the strength to just thank you, God. And God, we know that we're all, it's all under your control. And dear Father, we just want to ask for you continue to bless us, Father God, and keep your hair to protection around us because we know it's you and no, no other source, Father God, who's keeping us healthy and able to thank you at this time. Father, we just want to also pray for our leaders, Father God. Father God, put in their hearts, Father God, the mind to come up with a right choice for your people, Father God, a godly decision, Father God, to just, we know because all things come from you and just touch their hearts, Father God. And Father God, because we know there's ones, people out there who are depending on the decisions that they make. We ask and pray that it's a godly decision, Father God. So we just want to thank you now, Father God, for all that you will do, Father God. In your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Greetings, family. I greet you in the wonderful, mighty, and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray God's blessings are upon you, that you are being blessed, that you're being safe. You're taking care of yourselves and your loved ones, and you all are, are practicing social distancing. You're wearing your mask when you go out and that kind of thing. We want you to be safe. We want you to be protected so that you can be blessed. Listen, I'm starting a series. Uh, I'm going to be starting a series today. And this series is going to last between five and seven weeks. The series is entitled Keys of the Kingdom. I'm calling it the Keys of the Kingdom series. Now, um, I'm going to be sharing with you uh, a number of what I've, I've done. The reason why I didn't minister on last week is because um, I had Reverend Jeremy Hollis doing Bible study and then Sunday worship also. I've been doing some studying on the keys, what, what the keys are, or the various keys of the kingdom. And so we want to do this series entitled Keys of the Kingdom. Um, and so, listen, uh, I want us to go to, this is going to be our primary scripture reading. Um, it's coming from, of course, Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19. First of all, let me ask this question. How you living? <laughs> I know you're living the life you were born to live. What kind of life is that? It's the kingdom life. I am convinced that the only way that you can really live the kingdom life is that you have to use uh, you have to know what the keys of the kingdom are and use those kingdoms for your, your those keys rather for your for your benefit. And so we're going to talk about kingdom keys. Here's a scripture, Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19. We're going to read it, focusing primarily on verses 18 and uh, 19. Um, and so here we go. The scripture says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others Jeremiah, one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? That's a question that Jesus is asking every individual right now, saved or unsaved. Who do you say that I am? 
Verse 16, Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, bar Jonah. The word bar means son of Jonah, Jonah being the father's name. So blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Now listen to this. And I, say, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I build my church, my ecclesia, that's the Greek word for church, and the gates of Hades, King James Version says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And here it is. And I give you, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Let's read verse 19 again. Jesus says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, first of all, let's talk about keys. And, and let's talk, and, and keys in the natural, you know. There, there are a number of different keys in the natural. First of all, there's the physical key. We know about the, you know, the metal key, you know, it, 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 you unlock your door with possibly when you go home, your metal key. Uh, that, that's the type of key. And then you have a card key. When you go to hotels now, they used to have the regular keys, the metal key, but now they give you a card that has a code. They, you have a card key that, that has the code there that opens the door. And then you have a remote control key. We use that for like our garage door. There's, a, there's, a, there's an electronic code that goes with a uh, with, with, uh, with remote control key. And then there's a combination lock. You know, if you can have this on a briefcase, you have these on a briefcase or, or a safe, maybe a combination or something like that. Combination, that's a key also. And now we have even biometric keys. I can unlock my iPad and my phone by just looking at the, the screen. It's a biometric, it, 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 or even your fingerprint, that's biometric. Different kinds of keys. Well, you know what? In the kingdom of God, there are different keys as well. And every key opens up a different door for you to access what's behind that door or that system. Let's talk about what, what keys do now. All right, again, keys do, do, do one of two things. They unlock doors or they start and stop systems. Let's say it, let me say it again. Keys unlock doors or they start and stop systems. When I, when I purchased my home, I was, uh, when I sat down uh, after the closing, as we call it, uh, signing all the paperwork and that kind of thing, the former owners handed me the keys to the house. It was a number of different keys. Now, I had the task of, when I got to the house, finding out what key went to what door. I have a front door, I have a back door, a side door, I have you know, a garage door, all that kind of thing, a back door. So I had to go through the house uh, on the outside and find out what keys went to what doors. The same thing is true in the kingdom of God. You have to find what key opens what door. And so I had that. You got that, 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 that kind of key. It opens doors. You cannot get in unless you break in. And we know what Jesus says about those who, are, who break in. They're thieves and robbers. We don't want to break in. You can't break into the blessings of the kingdom of God. You have to have the key to unlock the door to get into the room where that blessing is held. And so keys unlock doors. Keys also, again, as I said, start systems, uh, start and stop systems. Your car, your car operates as a system. Actually, your car is a system. 
Uh, and now we have the, uh, it's kind of an electronic key now. You, you know, we, there's some cars that still, you put the key in the ignition, the metal key in the ignition, and you start it. And when you start it, you're starting a system, a motor system. Uh, the, the, you're starting, uh, the, the, the gas starts flowing and that kind of thing. Uh, um, even with the electric cars now, it's, it's a system. And now we have the keys where you can just have the key in the car. Uh, and uh, the electronic key in the car, and the, the, the system of the car uh, reads that key, reads the code, the electronic code of that key, and when you press a button, or in my case, in one car, one of my cars, you push the button, and it starts that system, and the motor starts running. Well, the same thing is true in the kingdom of God. There are systems in the kingdom of God that if you have the right key, if you, if you have the right code, you can start a system working on your behalf. Listen, if you want to live the kingdom life, you got to have the right key to open up the right door or to start the system flowing on your behalf. Let's listen to what Jesus says again. Look at the scripture. J Jesus says, watch this, because I want to make sure we kill an enemy, kill the devil right here, so that you have a proper understanding of what Jesus is talking about. Jesus says to them, verse 19, Jesus says, listen, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Let's go back over it now because the words are significant. The words have meaning. Listen to what Jesus says. Jesus says, I give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Jesus did not say, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He says, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Watch this. Keys to means you have control over who goes in or who goes out. Jesus never gives us the keys to the kingdom of heaven because then we can use, we, we can be discriminatory and decide who goes in. I'm going to let this person get blessed. I'm going to not, not let this person get blessed. I'm going to let this person get blessed because he's got the right skin color. I'm going to let this person get blessed because she's got the right, she, she's, she's got the right uh, economic, uh, uh, economics or education. No, Jesus never gives us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You know why? Because Jesus is the key to the kingdom of heaven. You hear what he said? You know what he said to, uh, to, to the disciples in John chapter 14, or I believe it's in verse 6. He says, he says, I am the way. I'm the key. I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father unless they come through me. Jesus is the key to. The only way you can get to, into the kingdom of God, is that you got to go through Jesus. He's the key to, have, to the kingdom of heaven. But in the kingdom of heaven, there are keys that unlock doors and again start systems. Again, I can give you the key to my house. Give you the key to my house. That means you have access into my house. But if I lock, there are certain rooms in my, in my house. If I lock the doors inside the house, then you can go in the house, but you don't have full access to every room in the house. Why? Because I haven't given you the keys of every room of the house. And so in the kingdom of God, there are, there are keys. There's a keys of, as you, as you come in through Jesus Christ, and I want to share with, with somebody right now, if you want to live the kingdom life, the life you were born to live, you've got to go through the key. That's Jesus. You've got to make him Lord and Savior of your life. You need to confess that he died on the cross for you, that he gave his life for you, and that he was resurrected from the dead. And the Bible says you shall be saved. He is the key to 
the kingdom of God. You, and Jesus says it in John chapter, uh, John chapter three. Uh, he, he says to Nicodemus, he says, he says, uh, he says, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. See the manifestation, what he's saying, of the kingdom of God. And then he goes on, he says, unless you're born again, unless you're born of the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Which means unless you give your life to Christ, you can't see the manifestation of God working in your, your, your life and you cannot enter into the blessings of the kingdom life. So Jesus is the key too. But when you are, when you have Jesus in your life, when you've made him Lord and Savior, he gives you access to keys of the kingdom. And if you use those keys, if you know what key to use, it will unlock certain doors that will be, that will pr provide blessings and systems to operate so that your life can be blessed. Let's look at it again. John chapter, or rather, uh, 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 Matthew chapter, uh, uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Listen to what he says. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, the first point that I want to make again, Jesus doesn't give us the keys to the kingdom. He gives us the keys of the kingdom. The second point because I got to kill a devil with here right here because we've been we've been taught this wrong and and we've been saying it wrong. And I want to make sure you don't get this wrong. He says, I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Let me kill a devil right now because we go around talking about Satan. I bind you. Satan. Now, listen, that is not what Jesus is not even talking about Satan right here. Satan doesn't even come in the conversation right here. What Jesus is saying is that when you look at, when you do a research on that word bind, he's talking about whatever you enter into a binding agreement with. He's talking about like in a binding agreement. When you sign a contract, it is a binding agreement. He says, what Jesus is saying is, I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And if you bind an agreement with the things that are behind the door, but in this system, Whatever you bind to you, heaven will agree with you that that it will happen in your life. And so what he's saying is it's, it's just like uh, and, and I use the example quite often. If someone, a, a sister or brother who braids their hair and braids beads into their hair, they have bound those beads into their hair, which means every step they take, every place they go, whatever they bound into their hair, they, it, it, it follows them wherever they go. What Jesus is saying is, I'm giving you keys to give you access. I'm giving you access, rather, to blessings, to favor, to prosperity. And if you use these keys and bind these blessings to your life, heaven will agree with you. And wherever you go, every step you take, that blessing will follow you wherever you go. But conversely, Whatever you loose on earth, whatever you put away from you. See, we, 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 we've taken this and, and, and mess, messed this thing up because we've been trying to bind Satan and then and, and loose prosperity. No, you don't want to loose. Jesus is not saying you don't want to loose prosperity. You want to bind prosperity. You want to loose poverty. <laughs> you want to loose a just barely making it spirit. spirit. You want to loose sickness. Jesus says, I'm giving you the keys 
And if you use these keys, you can bind certain blessings to you and you can loose certain things that go against your living the life God meant for you to live. My God, I feel like preaching this right now and I'm just teaching. I'm almost done. So Jesus is saying, again, I'm giving you keys. The keys give you access. Access, watch this. Keys, keys give you access. When, when you have keys, the keys are something, you have authority, the authority to use those keys for your benefit. It gives you authority. It gives you opportunity for you to be blessed, for you to use those keys for your benefit. But watch this. If you don't have the keys because you don't know the key, again, go back to my house. You can have the keys to the house, but if you don't know what key unlocks what door, you're still standing on the outside. You can't use the back door key at the front door. No, you, you take that back door key and try to put it in, uh, put put it in, uh, in in the in, in for the key, put it in for the key for the front door. You you're still on the outside. Why? Because that that key does not fit that door. You got to know what key opens what door. Now listen, and I'm done. I'm done right here. I, uh, in my research, and again, the last couple of weeks, I've been actually been dealing with it. I've been been teaching, or rather not teaching, been studying this for some time now, actually over a year now. But the last two weeks, I've really, the Lord has really been pressing upon me that I need to share with you because I believe we're, we're supposed to thrive. I've been talking about this. In this time of the pandemic, in this time of, uh, of, of shutdown and that kind of thing, I believe this is the time when God's children should thrive and not just survive. And the reason why we thrive is not just for our thriving, it's so that we can be the light to the world. You remember what Jesus said? Jesus says, let your light so shine that men and women may see your good works and glorify the Father who's in heaven. Listen, you can't glorify God if, you, if you're just as bad as everybody else. If you're living just as bad, if you're in poverty, if you're just barely making it, if you're living in sickness. I believe, I believe this with everything in me, that this is a time when you ought to get stronger physically and spiritually. This is a time when you ought to get stronger and when you ought, to, you ought to get more knowledgeable about the things of God and the purposes of God for your life. I believe this is a time when you ought to get wiser. I believe this is a time when your spirit ought to be stronger, when you're fighting in the spirit uh, and, and you're fighting and, because you've gotten stronger in the spirit uh, because of this time so that people can see you and you don't have to tell. I've been talking about this. You don't have to testify about what God is doing in your life. People will look at you and say you are a testimony. This is the time when we're supposed to thrive and not just survive. The only way to do that is for us to live the kingdom life. And the only way you can live the kingdom life is that you have to know what the keys of the kingdom are and use those keys to open up doors and start systems working on your behalf. I believe it. I declare it over my life right now. I can't declare it over your life. You have to do it. I declare it. Now, I, in, my, in my research, I found that there are 12. There's 12 keys. I'm not going to share them with you now. I'm, uh, I'm going to begin on, on Sunday. The first key, I'll give you the first one. The first key is obedience. That's the first key. Obedience is a key. Obedience opens the key of, watch this, obedience opens the door, starts the system of two things working your, your life, favor and friendship with God. That's going to be the, Sunday, the message on Sunday. The key, the first key we're going to deal with is the key of obedience. The key of obedience, that key, if you use it, will open up the door to start the system of favor working in your life and your friendship with God. Again, there are 12 keys. 
not going to give them all to you now. You're going to have to stay tuned. That means you, for the next five to seven weeks, we're going to be dealing with this. And every Wednesday and every Sunday, I'm going to give you another key. There may be a, uh, maybe, there may be a uh, one day when I start, uh, I, I, because, because the, 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 the information is so extensive, I'm not trying to exhaust this. I'm not trying to exhaust all the knowledge of all the keys. I couldn't do that if I used, just talk about one key the rest of my life. But uh, so there may be a couple of weeks where I use one key and talk about it for, for you know, two sessions, whatever the case may be. But I at least want to give you the 12 keys that I believe, in fact, I know in the spirit. I know this like I know my name. Gregory Maurice Fuller, I know my name. You can't convince me that that's not my name. I am convinced of the same thing, that if you use these 12 keys, you will live the life you were born to live. What kind of life is that? It's the kingdom life, and that th those keys will open up doors of prosperity and blessings in your life. And so Sunday's message is we're going to talk about the key of obedience. It opens up the door of favor and friendship with God. God bless you, my brothers and my sisters. This, this is a short Bible study. I just want to give you the introduction of where we're going uh, in, in this lesson entitled Keys of the Kingdom. It's the Keys of the Kingdom series, and every week we're going to share with you, unless, again, uh, go over one week, we share, we're going to share with you one of the 12 keys and what the 12 keys does, the door that it opens and the system that it starts to work on your behalf. God bless you. God keep you. Listen, let me share some announcements with you, uh, some exciting things we have going on um, uh, here at Macedonia. One, um, I want you to put this on your calendar. Let me make sure I get it here. On September the 26th, you know, we've been doing collective prayer every Saturday, but on September the 26th, we're going to have collective prayer outside. I want all Macedonia friends and family to come um, that sat Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. We're going to have prayer, but then right after prayer, we're going into a Bible study. I'm going to be teaching a Bible study. We're going to try to do a Bible study at least once a, uh, once a, a Saturday Saturday morning Bible study at least once a month and on the September 26th, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll do the collective prayer from nine until whenever we're finished praying. And then we're going right into study. It's going to be on Facebook Live, but we want you to come out. We'll have chairs set up. You can, of course, be, we're going to be social distancing, wearing our mask uh, when appropriate, when needed. And, um, uh, you know, you be in your cars and that kind of thing. We'll have that set up and we'll have speakers. And so you'll be able to hear wherever you are in the parking lot. And so, again, September the 26th, two Saturdays. Uh, well, a week and a half from now, we'll be doing that. And then on October the 2nd, we're going to be having our first Friday parking lot uh, praise service. Now, here's the thing. We're planning something special for that Friday. I'm going to let you know about it perhaps next week. Um, and so we want you to stay tuned on that. Whatever, If we can get it together, I'm not going to tell you what it is. We can get it together. It's going to be very exciting. I know you're going to have a good time. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. And so, again, that's on October the 2nd, that first Friday in October and then October the 18th is our 151st church anniversary. 151 years Macedonia has been in existence, and we're going to be celebrating. We're going to celebrate that together on that Sunday morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. We're going to come together. We're going to be celebrating our church anniversary and you know, looking at having a special solo, uh, solo guest artist uh, to come and, uh, and be with us. You don't want to miss that. But we're just going to come together, <clears throat> and we're going to celebrate what God has done for us and what God is doing for us. 151 years, the church is still the church. Even though we may not be able to meet in the building, the church is not the building. The ecclesia is the called out ones, those who are called out. We are still the church and we're still a collective body of Christ who gathers together to glorify God and do the works of God wherever God has us. And so 
again, on October the 18th, our 151st church anniversary, we're going to be outside with worship at 9 o'clock, excuse me, at 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, we want to make sure you have that on your calendar so we can come and share together. My brothers and my sisters, want to see you for this message on this coming Sunday. Again, the keys of the kingdom. We want you to get these keys so you can live the life you were born to live. What kind of life is that? It's the kingdom life. God bless you. God keep you. This is my prayer. Peace.